0: Macon, how, how should we start the show? Hello! <laughs> that wasn't what I was thinking. I was thinking like, maybe we know some more about some things tomorrow morning. Maybe we don't. How do we start the show? Thursday
1: night time machine, brother. Niners. Packers. You ready? I'm ready. Green Bay, 27. San Francisco, 12.
0: Congratulations, you won! Congratulations, you won! Boy, oh boy, I got the pack
1: as well. Can you remember? Because I know <laughs> I'm it trying. Was... To do, I'm
0: doing the math here.
1: Okay. Okay. Instead of maybe cheating, and I need to ask for a recount from Cowboy
0: Reed. Oh, I'm not cheating. No, it's thirty twenty one is my score. <laughs> Okay, nine. I'm just yeah, I'm doing the math on yours. What was yours again? 28 to 27 12 that'd be a difference of 15. 15. Okay, got you. I'm good. I think the the Niners are overvalued here. I really do. show, did you? Yeah, how long you wanted to do that? How long have you been waiting to start my show? Cucking Never. me. You cucking me, dude. Honestly, that was really out of character.
1: I don't I like to follow. I like to counterpunch. I don't like to lead. Yeah, you don't like to
0: get a big lead.
1: Saying saying welcome yeah. just then felt unnatural, felt felt bad, and yeah. I won't do it again.
0: What are we going to talk about today? I'm just fucking I'm so tired, man, I've been up all hours of the night and stressed out, because even, even if things go the way you want them to go, it's still, this was It's interesting how challenging this, this was if it, if it does indeed turn out to be okay.
1: Yeah, well I've been encouraged by your, uh, your enthusiasm all day, your positive outlook, your cheeriness, your uh no, your attitude this generally I'm
0: like are you talking to another Chris yeah I've been on edge today I've been a little bit I didn't feel like doing this podcast turns out Nikki's gonna save this show she's fucking saved us man she saved us we were sinking we were taking on water taking on water taking
1: <laughs> taking water on yeah. is what we were doing yeah and Nikki comes through She not only repairs our leak, but begins to help us. You know when you get water out of a boat, I guess with a bucket of some sort. I was
0: thinking she came by with a lifeboat, bro. That's like that's where I was going. And you, usually when there's a fucking hole in a boat, it just sinks, dude. They don't come out with buckets. Like they just come out. They come out with lifeboats. Yeah. Not very common that i'm way smarter than you about something but you obviously don't know anything about maritime disasters you fucking moron
1: but here we are in the same boat is what i'm saying like it's not as if she 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 took us to to kirkwood yeah i guess i
0: guess but like uh yeah i guess she saved the boat you're you're probably right okay nice because you can you can repair a boat i just feel like we're in a different boat than we were in earlier totally different boat i was in a very bad mood you were Yeah,
1: yeah, you were. I can read some text messages. I wish I had a transcript of a phone call we had. (laughs) It was it was dark
0: there for a while, and I nothing's changed as far as my outlook on the world or the United States. Um, It's just that I smoked two joints. I can smell. I can smell that she did that, and we're live. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just trying to get my mind off this thing. Plus, you know, I said it on my story today. When I was asking for you guys, basically throw me the oop and give me some ideas or creativity. Whenever you know that, like I'm real mailbag heavy, means I'm busy or I've had a bad week, you know, because I haven't had time or the inspiration to think of something else to talk about. But you guys came through, and so I appreciate you.
1: Here's a question for your stone mailbag: uh, Were you throwing the alley or the oop?
0: The alley. They were throwing the alley. Right. But I never say throw the alley. I say throw the oop. Okay. Throw me an oop. You say you say throw me an alley. I don't think
1: I say either. I was just thinking on it because of this contact high I have from you.
0: Well, imagine hotboxing the studio, hitting somebody who's where I am right now with that line of thinking. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I'll keep it.
0: The alley or the oop? Are you Uh, kidding me, dude?
1: I'll. I'll, uh, Yeah, that's a brainbuster. You almost broke my
0: brain there, dude. And the boat thing. The boat thing was a lot. It was. It was a lot.
1: You're a little freaked out at the moment.
0: The boat thing was a lot. That's the only thing that's changed for me. I mean, no matter what happens um, in the next 24 to 48 hours, this was way tighter than somebody like me would have hoped, and it is what it is. That's who we are. I guess I'm glad I was wrong about one thing, and that's that Joe Biden's actually gonna win this thing. Maybe.
1: I'm all in on democracy, and I think if we count all the votes, that'd be a good thing. Keep this thing rocking right along. But look, bro, country's been divided four hundred years Eons now since
0: the dinosaurs were here.
1: Seventeenth century. Don't even give me seventeen seventy-six. Before then, it's always been divided. We're still divided through the ice age. But uh, yeah, everybody's voice being uh, heard—that'd be a good thing. So let's let's uh, let's go that route.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, one of the basic tenets of this country that we love so fucking much: democracy. I think I saw somebody say this earlier. You can tell that dude never played sports. I wish I could send that motherfucker to the St. Louis Rams circa 08. Just put that big orange motherfucker in a helmet and some shoulder pads. They're gonna be Orlando Pace's helmets and shoulder pads. Well, he would be on the O-line. Yeah, he would be on the O-line. He would definitely be an O-lineman and he would lose for 10 years and he would be way better about losing the election.
1: What do you wanna talk about today? Hey, I know Joe Burrows from uh, Ohio and all that. You were the number one pick. You still taking Joe Burrow, or would you take Justin Herbert?
0: Figure we'd. I would probably take uh the the big question was like, okay, coming in, it was this kid who's like a proven winner. The arm strength isn't quite what it is. You know, the other the other kids like got a cannon for our arm, but we don't know how it's going to translate. You got the the answer already. Like the upside is higher with Justin Herbert. It's, it's just higher physically. So the biggest question has been answered unless he's had the strangest smallest sample size of like excellence in the history of the game. Like the guy's fucking really good. So I would probably take Justin Herbert.
1: That was remarkably impressive. You just locked right back into football. That was cool. We've now spoken about football <laughs> on the show.
0: And that's about all we're going to do when yeah. it comes to football. Hey, at this juncture I am sorry to report for some of the listeners maybe they don't want to hear anything past this because Nikki Glazer, who is a terrific comedian, like l- legitimately funny, and I don't laugh at comedians all the time. Really, you know what I mean? Like some of it's like, oh, fuck, that's painful. You know? I do. It's uh, th- There are a handful of people who do it really well. Nikki is one of them. Yeah. She's fucking funny, dude. And she's a St. Louis girl, so I'm excited to have her on, uh, but... We already did the interview, and my face hurt from laughing, uh, and also on one of the most stressful weeks of my adult life, just as a as a human, uh, mm-hmm. she really put us at ease, man. She was great. I didn't feel good coming in this this uh, this interview. I told uh, Nikki that when she got on because I just I'm not in a, I'm just not in like a cheerful place. I know like I'm better now. You can hear it in the open, but when I got to work today, I was not in a good place. So this interview was awesome. This interview took my mind off everything and then I snapped back and started checking Twitter again. But um, Nikki's great, but she also talks about pornography a lot. Talks about penises, talks about, what else, Make Besides penis and pornography.
1: <laughs> I'm still thinking. You stuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just of the things that you might not want to hear if you're not she talks about feces things like that bedrooms talks, parents parents talks about living with their parents and there's some wholesome shit in this interview now but i don't want to hear like anybody in the comments like i was in the, i was in my dodge caravan with my four children under the age of 8 and they heard nikki glazer talk about gangbangs i don't want to hear that because you've had your your chance now you see how I massaged this conversation? I kind of gent- gently eased into this conversation and then I said gang bang. That's, that's the type of thing you're gonna hear during this interview. And she's hilarious. But she is way more of a dude than probably we are making. I mean, she is a dude. Um, it's fucking funny. So turn back now. Three. Two, one. The season's in full swing and the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines in both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100 That's right, you bet, they cover with risk-free Sunday betting. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code GREENLIGHT when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right, you bet, and they cover up to $100 when you use promo code GREENLIGHT during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania-only bonus comprises the first deposit bonus and first bet match. Each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, one eight hundred nine 9 with it What's up? Oh. Boom. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? I mean, we're... we're alive.
2: Dude, I'm not even, like... <laughs> I'm I'm so happy to be doing this because I don't want to check or be around people who are checking yeah. or... I just don't want to know anything.
0: Yeah, dude, like... I don't know what people are like in Missouri right now. You live in St. Louis still? Yeah. I played in Philly at the end of my career after St. Louis and when I was uh when I was there like I started following all these people they follow you back. So like my timeline is all Pennsylvania right now. Just all fucking PA high stress. What's happening? They're counting all the the mail-in votes and shit. I'm losing my mind. Still
2: I all- know it's really it's we all like expected this, but Also, we were told it was going to be a landslide, and it's just, I don't, I refuse to get my fucking hopes up until literally he's putting his hand on the Bible and being sworn in. I'm not getting happy.
0: No, I know. Hey, this is my co-host, Macon, by the way. Uh, Macon. Hello. Hi, Nikki.
2: Hey, Macon.
1: Big fan of your work, especially the uh, prettiest penis contest.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. oh my god we could totally talk about that oh, good, good, um, good 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 because okay. that that's, yeah i want to talk about an- anything and everything good. Um, that, that's yeah. an,
0: that's another problem we've been having it was like you know obviously you're awesome i'm also a fan so interviews yeah. can be kind of intimidating but then like <sighs> on a day like today when it's like I don't have the energy right now. And what if she's like not into the interview? Like what if she's not into it? I am like in the
2: same level. So let's just like (laughs) have fun and ease like (laughs) no pressure. It's like. I hate interviewing, so I know oh. like the stress of it. I fucking hate it. I don't even know why people do it. I, just, I mean, I've done it before, too. <laughs> don't you just want to do a podcast where it's just you and oh. Macon just like shooting the shit and like, not have to get research people? You have to like, look at a fucking Wikipedia entry of me today and uh, read all this bullshit <laughs> you, and memorize it and act like you're a bigger fan than you are. It's I so, was just, it's, yeah, ugh, it I
0: was sucks. just Well, legitimately, I do follow you on IG, and I do watch some of <laughs> your stuff. Oh well, like, sure, yeah. The roasts are fucking awesome that's what Thank i you. that's the most of the stuff i've watched and
2: okay well let's talk about all of this
1: i've helped everybody out here because i googled <laughs> questions to ask in an interview so huh.
2: nikki what i are guess some of those
1: nikki <laughs> i'd start with okay what does a typical day look like and what are the most immediate projects that need to mm. be addressed
2: okay well i feel like this is a um you read some kind of <laughs> BuzzFeed article about ways to be more productive? Or are you sure this is how to conduct an interview?
1: Is this uh, a new role that has been created?
2: Um, okay. Uh yes.
1: How will I be trained? Job uh, interview.
0: Job oh, interview.
2: Okay. I haven't done I haven't been out for one of those in a really long time. And <laughs> I've uh yeah, and I'm I'm terrible at them. I'm terrible at any kind of like just like one-on-one. Yeah. Thing. like i'm not good i'm good on podcasts because i feel like i can externally think about the audience listening and be more entertaining but when it's like an intimate like one-on-one interview audition date yeah
0: oof, oh a not da- good yeah a date i haven't done that in a long time oh god
2: uh, you're so lucky
0: yeah i'm not i'm not like rubbing that in they seem like they're probably cool sometimes but i mean just as anti-social as i become at 35 I can't Mm. imagine being peppy about meeting somebody new. No, I'm
2: I'm 36 and like meeting someone, you just know right away. And then you have to sit through, even a coffee is too long to be with someone that you're like, I know I never want this person inside of me. And I don't even want to be friends with this person. That's the problem with dating. You go on a date with a guy and you have some, you know, chemistry, it's fine. And then you're like, "Eh, no, I don't like him. And you have to like lie and say, let's just be friends when you're really like, yeah. Can we just be nothing?
0: You have to be good at breaking up, and that's on the little breakups and the big ones. And yeah. I was always really bad at breaking up. I would uh, like. I hope my uh, ex girlfriends from like high school aren't listening, but they I probably sh- for gave sure them all are. an extra six months just because i was a pussy about it
2: oh my god that's very normal i think and i think i think most people do that in a relationship they're scared that they don't know what else is out there and so they stay until they find something else out there Uh, yeah i just (laughs) you're right about that because it's easier to (laughs) sometimes my old therapist used to say listen cheating's not good but you know when you know you're about to leap off of uh i think she's comparing it to like a frog she's like when you leap off a i'm Uh, already screwing this up The lily. yeah lily pad you have to have another one you have to know where you're going you're gonna land
0: i actually it was always because i was like too much of a pussy about like oh i made that person hurt you know what i mean like i didn't want to hurt somebody
2: i know and then you end up hurting them so much more because then they realize
0: drag them along (laughs) and it it comes out
2: of nowhere no matter what or you just like have to start acting like a dick. Yes. And then you just to to make them eventually go, "Hey, what's going on here?" so that you <laughs> can have the, the talk.
0: conflict to create Ugh. the conflict. It's
2: such a pussy move. Anyone listening who does that, like you did that in your younger years yeah. when you were less mature. Yeah. But the, dealing with that, that, I now. mean, People Please, are too no old. one.
0: People are, you know, when you're in your 30s, I, I always think about like, oh, 15 years, I'm 50 years old. And when I was a kid, I, I thought that was like a senior citizen. So, like, time, you know what I mean? It like is. It's, time is of the essence here. So don't it's, fuck around with people man
2: yeah don't mess with that's another like i yeah when i get on these dates and i realize that they're not the one and they're not someone i even want to like know beyond that date i get like this rage of my time being wasted <laughs> that i just rage. and i hate them yeah. and i i really like feel this anger towards them and i gotta i gotta i gotta stop that because it's not nice and i just plan exits like even if it's going well we're gonna we're gonna end at a certain time. I have to be somewhere. But if I really like them, I can always push it around.
0: Push it a little bit. Yeah. How about DMs? I was curious about this because like athletes, the you know, the the stereotype of like a male athlete is they have a bunch of groupies and they have like all these hot DMs and pictures of boobs just pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is not true. I don't know if
2: it my, isn't. I don't know if
0: my lovely wife scares the shit out of women. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she probably does.
0: <laughs> or yeah, your but wife so, is too hot. Yeah, I googled
2: yeah, her. Yeah. I was like, okay, is this guy married? You always put in a name and then you put wife. Yeah. And yours popped up, and I go, Good <laughs> Lord, what is this? There
0: we go, man. I was like, Oh my out. God, I
2: don't even like because you know every time I do a podcast and it's like a guy, I will automatically be like, What does he look like? You know, I'm not doing this to, to get a, a husband yeah, yeah. or to get dick, yeah. but it's like, Oh, if it so happens to be, because these are like dates a lot of times when yeah fucking your sidekick isn't there yeah. but like a lot of times podcasts are oh. like dates in the sense that like you spend sometimes an hour or more with someone talking about real stuff and then you're like oh i like like this person so yeah i googled you and then i saw your wife and i was i literally just did it in the car i go is he married <laughs> how about and that I w- and I typed in, wait, here she is. Chris Long. F- well, oh, my God. You're seeing my my searches. And I don't want to. Your history. It's, it's like King. Literally, I watch so much porn that kink. <laughs> kink.com is my most. Vi- is most, kink.com most free? No, dude. I pay for my porn.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Nikki
0: pays for porn.
2: Yeah, dude. I pay for my porn. Because in and, and Pornhub, because I go to, I just kind of, I feel like I got into Really got it. I always say this because I've been watching a porn a really long time, but I feel like I'm—I don't know how to search it. I am such a novice. I feel like my mom. Like I feel like I'd have to, I have to—I double click on things. You know how parents all double click on everything? It's just like I don't know how to navigate it. So let's pretend like you guys watch porn, which I'm sure you don't.
0: Yeah, but, but ha- like, it had, if we did, we would. Yeah, certainly know. Our how way do you search? Yeah,
2: signs. well, tell me how you would search it because <laughs> for me, I am very specific about my taste, and so when I'm horny and I'm. Going, I'm sifting through all this stuff. I'm just like, I will get unhorny because of the stuff that pops up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the pop-up
0: stuff. Like, no, whoa, not even what the, the fuck is that? No, like, not a pop-up like you're scrolling. Yes. If I were wa- watching <sighs> porn at any point, like, I would probably mm-hmm. be scrolling and then see something that just totally kills the vibe just passing you by on the side of the road, like, on the side of the porn street.
2: Yeah, just and you pass- go, I guess people are into that. I didn't know that was the thing. It makes me feel good sometimes because I'm like, people are into... Like, there was one the other day that was, like, hairy assholes. <laughs> like, a guy, like, wanted a hairy woman's asshole. And I was like, I can't believe someone would like what I have going on right now. <laughs> we like,
0: have a we have a friend. We got a buddy. A good friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> There's a guy we know that loves hairy b- bushes.
2: <laughs> Hair, lo- hairy bushes?
0: Yeah, like, that's, like, the thing that gets...
2: You know what is that? First of all, thank God for that person. That's they were great. Born Forty Bringing years back- too late. Well, no, um, <laughs> I. There's always girls that can get there. I mean, I was getting laser hair removal because of the just. I was tired of not being ready. Mm. Like, because sometimes you're just like, oh, this would be nice to do something tonight with this person. I'm, I don't really hook up on a f- first like a first night kind of thing. Definitely anyway, not but-
0: in a pandemic. <laughs>
2: Well, no, not in a pandemic, yeah, God. I saw what
0: you said about like i I'm practicing abstinence because I'm living with my parents. I'm giving up sex to keep my mom alive or yes. I don't know what you said, but yeah yeah
2: I well, I mean I was doing it before that i'm I've been on quite a dry streak for a while since I haven't had sex since June of two thousand nineteen, and I like it, I think what? the last I know, and the last penis I saw was like january right before the pandemic and um it wasn't a i don't mean i don't know how dirty you guys get on the show so i don't want uh, to go really too have, far
0: yeah he's a real you estate know, agent so sometimes it he worries about slinging we realtors have home. a
1: code of ethics but that's really the only thing you <laughs> i to know about.
2: yeah that you really seem to you guys are such moral people um <laughs> i uh
0: <laughs> look at that judgment 15 in. i love it
2: uh yeah well all I, all I was gonna say is the last you time not watch this porn
0: was, nikki you watch the porn
2: yeah i know well i'm explaining to you guys what is out there right now <laughs> and it's i just want some direction i want some guy who's been at this a while to be like hey this is the best way to search this is the best way to find what you're looking for because when i type in categories like i'm like oh okay i like let's say i like gangbangs, right but then you put that in let's then say. you get so much sometimes they're not even gangbangs. I'm like, where's the gang? And this is just two, two guys. Two That's people. not a gang. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, that's the property brothers coming over. And Like, I want a a whole team of gentlemen. And um, you want and HR, then,
0: you want HR there. You want you know. I want the whole.
2: I want. Uh, the I want it to be. It looks like you're having sex with the Dave Matthews man. I also like that um, <laughs> Dave Matthews
0: man. The from diversity. That's where we left. <laughs> that's yes. True. Yes. Oh my God! So,
2: that's you know that so hot. the
0: bumper sticker that's probably all over St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis people love DMB. Oh, the lady on the lady on fire bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah, the fire dancer It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Back to porn, though.
2: Wait, what what were you gonna say about her?
0: I was just gonna say, it's. Do you know the fucking bumper sticker? I always. Yeah, but like, does it have to do with Charlottesville? Good follow up, up, Nikki. I had no idea where he was (laughs) going. Okay, thank you. That's the way my brain works. Okay, so back to porn from the fire lady.
2: Please, yeah.
0: Great actresses, underrated thespians is that is it thespians or Thespians yeah. we've been here?
2: chris i got no i don't i don't like acting in porn i don't i don't like that's another thing i don't like these women that are um that act too much i know a real orgasm when i see it and i really only like real orgasms in porn and there's not a lot happening in porn really? so it's really it's really hard for to find there just really? aren't Mm-mm. really there's some that are having a good time
0: that's encouraging for a lot of guys i feel like tell me why well because a lot of guys are probably thinking these guys on the pornos are are getting it done 10 out of 10 and it's happening every time and they're serving their partner every time Mm -hmm. but you're hearing it guys it's not true
2: no you know uh, for me at least maybe some of these guys maybe some of that's happening but i just feel like for a woman to have an orgasm most women a lot of women, I don't want to say most, require more than just vaginal intercourse. They need something else too. (laughs) We're
0: we're so simple as as a species. We just do that over and over and it's gonna happen.
2: I know, we need like you to be doing that plus something else, plus (laughs) saying the right thing. For me, it's very much about what the guy says. Like, I honestly, anything could be happening in the porn, but if a guy, and if anyone who's listening that makes porn, please heed my advice right now and make a porn where the guy says, just make a genre of porn where the guy says good girl a lot <laughs> when she does filthy things. That's all we want. Oh, that's good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Like, like say that during sex. Anyone who's listening that wants to up their sex game, you tell your girlfriend, good girl. She will like you'll feel a shift it is it's it's a a secret that no one knows about but every girl really knows about and we talk about you should be
0: this is the advice at the bottom of one of those obscure sites you google like sex secrets that you yeah. have to get behind the paywall and Nikki's giving it to you for free guys.
2: I'm just, I'm hoping a guy that I sleep with someday listens to me on one of these podcasts. I do where I like literally lay out exactly how you're supposed to, to do stuff. Yeah. it's kind of Challenge right us sexually make us. I mean, for me, it's like, I am someone who I like sex is just so simple for guys. Like you said, like you just do one thing over and over and then you're like, done but like for me it's I have to like achieve something and be told like good job like I have to be like I have to have been broken in some way and like push through my limits and that's why I enjoy anal no I um but still I mean probably why that I've done that before is because like oh my god that's the craziest thing you can do if you do that you're the you're the biggest whore ever but yeah I just you 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 want (laughs) that you want that stamp of approval from the guy
0: do you ever worry i have a huge i have a huge fear i would if i watched that type of smut right i would have a fear of dying of a heart attack and being found with my browser open
2: okay um yes i do understand that fear i don't have it i literally i just showed you me googling your wife and then it came up on my thing is <laughs> you know how if you're just listening to the podcast what was on my phone when you open up like safari and you click it says frequently visited and the only one is kink.com that's the only frequently visited <laughs> i don't even know how i don't watch it that much but that's how willy-nilly i am i don't even like think yeah, about like it like
0: you got to be careful screen recording shit
2: i don't you know i don't care because i'm not watching anything illegal i know that about myself so it, as long as it's legal some of it is embarrassing there are some days where i'm like no one needs to see this and if they might infer something about me from my porn search
1: (laughs) what is the ideal number in your (laughs) ideal gang bang
2: okay this is not for me by the way like i want to be clear about girls that like this stuff doesn't it does not mean they want it Yes, I do, but it usually doesn't. It, 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 it I, I, don't know that I do. It like scares me. I think that that I, I kind of watched this porn that I'd be like, oh my god, would I ever do that? No, I couldn't. I wouldn't want it. Anymore. But, um, I would say the perfect number if you were to shoot a porn, if my, if I could generate like my ideal one, it's probably like uh 70 no um it probably no it's probably <laughs> uh 1700 um no it's like i would say it's 3 at least but mm. here's what i hate about it the most is that a lot and you really, we truly can't find this gangbang anywhere where the guy isn't also having sex with the girl's head um and the girl can't like she's getting a lot down there right maybe sometimes two things down there and then her head she also can't breathe during it i mean it's just absurd to me that they can't just let her enjoy it and sit back and like rub her shoulders or like comfort her or whisper good girl but she has to be have her, like you know her head being um just pounded and it's it's like that yeah. always takes me out of it. I'm like, God, this is so good. Except they're just being so mean to one end of her.
0: It's one step too far.
2: Yeah, but they they just can't help themselves. Guys are just sitting around bored at a gangbang, and they're like, Oh, a hole! Like they have to find just something. They can't.
0: Off oh my god! And then the they corner. sometimes are.
2: Yeah. Like, well, yes. like, what? I like I like that. I'm like, Yeah, do it yourself. And sometimes the guys will have their faces blurred. And I'm like, oh, are you embarrassed? And like the girl is just like her asshole. You can see inside her asshole. And I'm like, this guy is blurring his face, but we've, <laughs> I can see inside this woman Maybe. in, a, in a, It's just absurd. These women are so strong and brave. I really am like, I always like salute at the end of it. I'm like, you are a, just a hero to me that you were able to put yourself out there like that.
0: Hard right turn into stand up comedy. I was thinking about things it's that would scare me as much. Yeah. It would think it was thinking about things that would, would scare me as much as like having sex on camera would be like trying to be funny on camera or like funny <laughs> in front of a hundred people. Like how the Ugh. do you do you fear it at all? Like ever?
2: Yeah. I mean, when you say it like that, I really just like felt it. Like, whoa, that is terrifying. Yes. To me it I, is. I, it, it is scary, and it we. I used to have terrible stage fright. Like when I was in seventh grade, I'd used to have to give presentations during recess alone with the teacher because I couldn't stand in front of the class. I had debilitating, like shakes and nerves. Couldn't sleep before a class presentation, all that, and then I just somehow got over it. I don't know how. I just kind of forced myself to. But sometimes the the fear that you're going to like shit on camera, like the worst case scenario of like, nobody's going to laugh. Yeah. Once you live through it, first of all, the first set you have, once you take the initiative to do it, if you have a the first set is usually really good. If you know any comedians, ask them about their first set or first time on stage. And it generally they killed cause they had friends there. The audience cut them some slack cause it was the first time. And they, you get that rush of like, whoa, this feels amazing to get laughs. So then you do it again and then you bomb almost immediately because your friends don't come and people don't care. And you're shitty cause you just started. Right, And then you feel how bad it can feel, but then you also know, oh my God, it could feel so good. And you always are chasing that first time. But if you bomb the first time, you probably won't go back. And um, it is scary. I mean, I there's times that I'm on stage. Like, it happened this past weekend, especially now that I'm not doing stand-up every single night. Right. And I'm just doing sets here and there. The other night, I was, like, in the middle of telling a joke and I didn't remember how it ended. Oh, fuck. And I was, like, in my, you know, I can tell jokes and think about my grocery list or what I'm going to eat later. You know, like, I can be out there, but I was just in the middle of a joke and I just go, oh, wait, how does this end? And I was just stuck and it was kind of exciting because i was like i don't know what's gonna fucking happen right now and like <laughs> no, and it's, so, sc- it's so scary and i got heckled last week for the first time pretty abrasively and i'm not someone who does crowd work people think that i'm really good at like roasting and like Oh, I don't want to sit front row at Nikki Glazer's show. But it turns out that I honestly don't even talk to the crowd at all. Like, I just do an hour straight. I don't talk to anyone. I don't do any crowd work. But I'm trying to open myself up to it because it is so fun for people. But I'm really scared about being bad at it because... It's not going in with a plan. And like you're saying, the reason I don't get nervous about I'm not going to say anything funny is because I've tried this stuff out before and it's all funny. And if it's not, if it's a new joke and I don't know, I can bolster it with things that I know work around it. But when you're doing crowd work, you really are like, I don't know what I'm going to say. And I I got heckled last week and it put me on the spot to like, first of all, I was really offended at this guy's um, outburst because... It was like 15 minutes in my show. And he just, I guess, grabbed his whole table. He was like with his wife and like kids, I like, you know, like adult children. And he like rallied them up in the middle of the show, made a bunch of commotion. And then I was like, what's going on over there? And he's just like, you suck. You're not good. You're bad tonight. I came here for you and you're just, you're off tonight. And I was just like, so I'm personally offended because that's my biggest fear is like being off. You know, and like yeah. not being as good as people want me to be. And just it just kind of affirmed everything I was scared of. Like, I am bad. I was like, so part of me was like, What's the problem, sir? Like what what did you want from me and how can I give it to you? Right. And, you and like then the, an
0: immediately just became like service oriented, like, hey, how yeah. can I help you rather than like fuck this guy, dude? Yeah. Fuck this motherfucker. Because
2: more. thank you. And that's the way I should have <laughs> felt. But it's so but that inherently shows as a comedian i'm deeply insecure and i want everyone to like me even this fucking asshole who made a big i wouldn't even i wouldn't want that guy in my life i wouldn't want to know that guy that would make a scene at a place because he didn't like the product he was getting i mean that's absurd a- anything behavior. else
0: that he said on any other topic you'd probably be like i don't why would i care what guy with the mustache says
2: yes but instead i was like why don't? Why doesn't this guy like me? And it's funny because I had done a bit right before that about how aging as a woman is really sad because I put so much of my um, self worth in my looks and and having that men might want to have sex with me. It just it means a lot to me and I wish it didn't, but it means a lot because. You know, men have a lot of power and if they want to have sex with you, they're kind of like weakened and then you can like steal from them. It's just like a bit it's a bit <laughs> that's like why I wanna be fuckable. Um and I told this story right before this outburst Good of luck having oh,
0: sex again in twenty twenty.
2: I know I know. None of our I, well
0: no, we don't know. We don't know for sure. The year Well is just
2: yeah, just you know, you put your stuff in a safe before <laughs> we fuck. Yeah. Um yeah, so I, I had said that and I was saying that it's so absurd because... I even want like men that I hate to like wanna have sex with me still. Like it's it <laughs> yeah. doesn't it doesn't make sense because it, so it's not about wanting to have sex with them like a, li- this literally happened a homeless man accosted me and my friends on the street one night after I was hanging out with we were just on the street talking after dinner and I have really hot friends and I'm very insecure about it but this night I was just like dressed like shit and they were all cute. And This guy came up and was like being really obnoxious and I was just like <sighs> my friends were being polite and i go dude leave us alone what the fuck like he was so gross had like poop on his face he was discussing and he goes i'm not trying to talk to you i'm trying to talk to your friends i would never fuck you and i was like <laughs> <What>? so sad <laughs> like I, I i couldn't believe how sad that made me that this man with literally poop on his face wouldn't fuck me.
0: He's got shit on his face. Yeah, and
2: I was like, why doesn't this guy want to have sex with me? And then the guy that heckled me when he left, he goes, you suck. This show sucks. You, he was like, I believed in you. I'm a fan and you you were off. And he goes, and by the way, I would never fuck you. He said he did it too. And I was like, no. And that's when I knew he was an asshole. I was like, okay, this isn't about my performance. It turns out I said Mike Pence's name in a joke, just reference Mike Pence, didn't even say anything bad about him. And this guy was just so trumped up that he was just like, you know, one of these guys that's just waiting to be like, oh, I want to fucking talk about Trump. You mean a
0: sensitive little bitch.
2: Yeah. And he like, he heard me say Mike Pence and he was like, that's enough. You're off tonight. And I was like, I... I'm so sad for your wife who is going to get a severe beating later on because of your mood tonight. I was like, S- someone follow her home and protect her. You know, it was just it was honestly very sad because he was so angry and he had his like family like walking behind sheep sheepishly. Like, oh, they know this. Oh, dad's doing this again. Politics but, are
0: ripping families apart right now.
2: Oh, I know it's 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 bad. I uh I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to come out of this in terms of like how I feel about my fellow Americans. You're, I haven't been outside because uh, I don't want to see anyone.
0: Your dad seems like a nice man.
2: My dad is a nice guy. My dad is definitely a... um uh S- like i'm living with my parents they're both so cool it's it's so weird to be living with my parents at the age of 36 and i'm like successful and don't need to be doing this but i don't have a family of my own and i just want to be with people i love during this weird ass there's time there's
0: nothing weird about that at all dude what i, I love living with my parents the oh only problem God. with living with Thank my parents that. is that the last time we did it last year year of yeah. our Lord, 2019 which was so much better <laughs> Yeah, my wife and I, Meg, um, were waiting on our house to get built, so you know we stayed with them for maybe six months. Um, Yeah, and you know plenty of room for the kids and all that. But I think eventually the kids—it's just the nighttime routines and waking them up and shit, like creaking on the floor and getting to the kitchen. Anyways, the problem is it's it's cohabitating. It's not like seeing. I love like eating dinner with my folks. They live five minutes away from me. Like, yeah. I see them every day. They're around my kids every day. So, like, I don't think that's fucking weird at all. Like, I would live, like, I miss my childhood, dude. Like, openly. You know what I mean? Like, you're just, being, you you're just being honest this. about it. You're just, like,
2: dude.
0: living with your parents in your 20s was so uncool. And then it, like, boomeranged in your 30s. And you're, like, man, I, I really want to live with my parents. Okay,
2: I am... Really relieved that you feel this way and that if you were in my same circumstance without like a family of your own you'd probably be doing the same thing because exactly. It's like, my parents are fucking cool, cool and nice. And I, like you said, I would, I love being with them for meals and stuff. It is the cohabitating thing though. That's mm. like, it just becomes a little much and I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't know where to go next. I'm looking for a husband or just looking for anything. To, not really looking for a husband, okay. but I'm looking for something to like pull me somewhere because I don't, I don't know where to live now. Right. I'm, I'm a refugee.
0: I don't know, man. Like, I, I do get stressed about being old. You know what I mean? Like, you were talking about, like, getting stressed about looking old and shit. Yeah. Like, I get stressed about looking old. This motherfucker really gets stressed about looking old. I don't, yeah. but you're right about please, you. You, you bro. do. Yeah, please. Crow's feet? I love them. I think they're
1: distinguished.
0: Great Yeah, hair? I love Let's go.
2: birds.
1: Yeah. Um, the, oh, my god. Yeah, eyes. I mean,
2: yeah, that's interesting that to hear from a male perspective because... You just don't think that men struggle with it as much, but I know men are obsessed with their hairlines.
0: Fuck yeah! Oh, always, uh, I
2: mean that's us. the yeah. biggest thing.
0: Both of us.
1: I've always had high peaks, and I've always had these these bags under my eyes. These they're not bags; they're circles. They're yeah. dark mm-hmm. circles. Yeah, not so I don't bad. see this them. this isn't an aging but thing. Nikki, can you see my uh, mustache at the
2: moment? Yeah, kind of. It's it's very small. That's, yes, yes, that's I right. can.
1: Okay. Good.
2: You honestly look like 24. I don't know how old you are, but you look really young. Are you that? that young?
1: I am 34.
2: Okay, yeah, you you have a, a young vibe. It might be that you're dressed like a seventh grader, no, so it no, might Nikki, offset Nikki. the 34, and then somewhere we land in the middle somewhere, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's his uniform. And you know the funny no, thing? No, it looks he look true. good. He looks good. There we go. He looks Thank good. You. He looked good. Do. And he's looked the same since we were kids. We went to wow. high school and middle school and shit. So like nice. he has like this checks out, he's looked the same. Nikki and yeah. I both have English degrees. Yeah. Oh, wow, good research. I'm fluent. You really cucked me on that research.
2: <laughs> hey Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, your
1: initials are n-r-g which is kind of like the word energy and it is. do you find that as cool as i do because i do
2: it, you know i do you're the only person who's ever said anything about it Have i am you so thought about it Have you I've, I've known that my whole life and i always used to tell people and no one thinks it's cool and i'm like <laughs> it's so cool it's very cool Thank you, thank you, oh my God, yes. I mean, I like have, in my childhood bedroom, I have an NRG on like the wall because I used to be like, you know, I wanted to broadcast that, I think it's the coolest. So That's the
0: problem with living with your parents as an adult male. And I don't have one of those trophies still up on the wall, bedrooms and whatnot. Yeah. I'm also married, so when I'm, you know, I hopefully don't need to do that at my parents' house. But how do guys feel when they move back in and they're jacking off in front of their fucking basketball trophies and shit and the Wheaties box the poster of Carl Malone. Like, that's yeah. gotta suck. That's the only downside for adult males living with their parents.
2: Why? Because you would just be reminded of what a loser you are.
0: Yeah. You're doing the same thing you've been doing for the last 25 years, but it, and, and, yeah. except you're just back in your bedroom. I you know. know.
2: And, and it's, you're alone. <laughs> it's and not it's like, like
0: trading stocks in your bedroom. You're masturbating the same place you did when you were 15. Like, what That's the fuck?
2: why I like, I'm, I'm good because I didn't masturbate until I was like, 20 something and so I'm bringing it back my bedroom's never seen masturbation and so it's like it's
1: it's appalled it's,
2: it can't believe what's going on yeah These it's walls could talk <laughs> literally i really i never touched myself i mean i was dying <laughs> for it in there i used to like i used to sit sleep underneath a uh, poster of dave matthews and just like <laughs> was so horny i just didn't know what to do no one ever told me that dave you could matthews just Dave like, Matthews was rub a sex symbol stuff ha he still is i just watched some like he was singing some kind of like election you know hymnal and i was like literally getting turned on from him like singing about how the world's ending um yeah he's so hot
0: you you freaked out over rob Lowe at a roast that was was my little bit of yeah
2: he was really he was just so hot like a, a hot guy like someone that's that attractive just the same way like guys are with like supermodels when like a woman's just like alarmingly beautiful they're just like like mm-hmm. i was like that around him i couldn't help myself i it feel it makes you feel alive again you're like oh good i guess i'm straight
1: dave matthews essentially from charlottesville virginia and rob lowe born in charlottesville Whoa. virginia
2: okay would wait, you consider what? this is a
1: hotbed the middle of virginia for your next stop y-
2: yes I've, i i'm taking applications we're also if you a are, navy
1: blue state by the way yeah
2: Okay. Um. Yeah. Wait. Did, did he win? No, he lost Virginia.
1: No, he won Virginia. We're, he won he Virginia. did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're blue. Oh, okay.
2: Sweet. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Um. Then yes. Uh, I but would We better consider check
0: it... Twitter to make sure Donald hasn't claimed it. I got to make that's, sure. That's a good point.
2: Yeah. What did he say he did? Because yeah, that's what I'm that's going what off of.
0: <laughs> I don't even is... know why some of these these people and like listen, it's like I said yesterday, I don't hate you guys, the 50% of America that even with a Biden win, has me just fretting. 46. Yeah, the next 50 years of my existence. Just, I need a 50, I need a 50 year break from these guys. That's it. Like right I'm. I don't hate you. I'm not, the, the dude from the last four years, I've never been a partisan politics person. I've never been hateful. I literally, he brought the hate out in me. So I'm done hating people, including the people that voted for him. Me but too. I just, I just need to know who you are. Like, just tell me if we have like a, a meaningful relationship Shoot me a text. You and know, just like, be like, hey, I voted
2: for him. Just
0: tell me if you care. Because if not, like that's always going to be an elephant in the room that only one person knows.
2: Um, Thank you for saying that. I am so upset. I don't mind the people that are blatant about the fact that they voted for him. The ones that put the flag in the front yard and the signs and the bumper stickers. Great. Thank you for letting us know where you are so I can try to avoid being friends with you and knowing you, I'm not going to completely avoid, but I also respect that you know what you
0: told us what what you were going to do,
2: but you sneaky bastards (laughs) that when people said who you were voting for, you go, I don't want to talk politics, and then you go in there and you vote for him, you are pathetic. You are uh, a coward. If you had had just admitted it, it's fine, but you didn't. And you d- went in there and you knew you were doing something bad and that's why you didn't tell anyone you're ashamed of it and you should you be. You
0: off in your childhood and, bed- bedroom.
2: Yes! And, you sh- and, and yes, please send me a text as well, anyone who I know that voted for him. But uh, I, I would like to know. And then I would like to have a discussion. But it's, it's I'm hard. Out of,
0: I'm out of discussions, man. I, I mean... I, like, and I'm not just... Like, you having the patience to continue, like, to have them. I've had friends before that were like, Chris, stop discussing this stuff with people and they're right right, because i haven't seen a single mind be changed never especially arguing online it's like pissing into a hurricane it just like why are you doing it dude i've never Uh, seen somebody be like you're uh, right have you ever seen those words typed
2: (laughs) it's so true it's never worked and i think that's what we all realize is like there's we we knew that in 2016 after he won like how do people like him? Okay, maybe we'll try to like show them how bad he is when he finally gets in office. And then they still don't, they still don't care. <laughs> no, so I'm
0: good. I'm good right where I am. It's,
2: there's no, the building's no,
0: on fire, sir.
2: There's no convincing. It's, I honestly think it is a um, brain abnormality that I don't have, like, that some people have. That something in their brain, like, I can't understand, they can't understand me and I can't understand them. They, oh God, I have to like date and like yeah, weed out tough. these people. Like, I mean, it's just, it's got to, that's got to be the number one question probably. Um, but you get a sense right away. If someone's just like, I don't want to talk about it. You just go, I know how you voted. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Nikki, are you getting any McConaughey vibes from me?
2: Um... Y- um yeah do you yes um Dallas in the Fires sense Club. that uh you seem high i don't know um he seems high I, <laughs> uh, do you get that a lot i actually was on a date with a guy last week and a homeless man came up to us and goes are you matthew to my date said are you matthew mcconaughey and it looked at me and i could tell he was like why are you with this handsome he was like are you a publicist or something?" <laughs> But no, I really did feel like his assistant or something. Um, and yeah, do you get that a lot? Do you get, um, I'm trying to squint and see you or I'm trying to squint and make it so yeah, that you do look to like camera. him. Okay, yeah, yeah. I actually do see it. I see, you know what I see is like um, a tired Brad Pitt.
1: Oh okay. I'll take that. Yeah, sure. Nah, also,
0: man. interviewing comedians, it's intimidating. Comedians are intimidating people, man. Because you yeah. guys have to have, like, big balls or whatever the opposite mm-hmm. of that would be. I know what the opposite. I hope of. you would know be?
2: that, like... Big
0: cl- <laughs> No. Yeah,
2: big labia. There you go. Yeah. Yep. You heard me on Stern. I did. Um.
0: Congratulations, he- by the way. Oppo, you're the research cuck guy, dude. Come on. Yeah, you're he doesn't...
2: Do- he knows... Yeah, he was googling me lightly, and looking at my most recent Instagram. I mean, the things he's pulling are not that deep. They're like they're a half a page down on Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, though um, I don't go to Wikipedia. I go Two Roads Diversion, Yellow Wood. I go the one less traveled. I go YouTube. which one is I go that YouTube.
2: Oh, you go, okay. I, I want you know, He's
0: getting a shallow kind of representation of who you are. I, I'm getting the, yeah, I'm getting multifaceted. The, yeah, exactly. A
2: 3D. But you guys I are, inti- you
0: guys are intimidating to interview because I always think of you guys as like having the big balls. Like you're, you're, you're not afraid of anything. You're also like really witty, like in witty people can oftentimes be kind of cynical, you know, like. And you seem way less cynical than like a comedian would be on stage. Like if I watched you, I think you're way drier than you are like to talk to. You know what mm-hmm. I
2: mean? Yes. It, I'm it, much more it's inti- war- warm it's intimidating. in intimidating.
0: It's inti- like, you know what I mean? It's Musicians are really intimidating for a different reason yes. to interview because they're so fucking like deep. Serious. And they're so particular about their art. Cause if you ask them the wrong way about like, if I asked you, Hey, I saw you on X show the other day and you weren't on X show and you were a musician, you'd be like, I wasn't on X show.
2: And, and then, then the interview's the, dead. Oh, and, and they have no sense of humor, so they can't really and they're not used to like having banter and talking. And so they can often be really awkward, um, not good interviews. And you really have to do a lot of heavy lifting. No, I, um, I used to interview for my, um, C I had a show on Sirius that I did daily and we had celebrities in and it would stress me out so much about how intimidated I was at people, um, that would come just actors, musicians, just anyone like famous and, and, I would get so intimidated and so scared. So I relate to that, but just know that every comedian is so insecure and so So, worried about looking cool or like, we're not, yeah, there's nothing to be scared of. Comedians are just little babies. And, um, but I do, I do relate to that feeling. I mean, I uh, I hate it. Well, I hate that feeling of like interviewing someone new. It's like a date. You're getting to know someone new and like you actually have to like, make them look good and know and, about them. And the time, Ugh. the
0: time. Like I just am like, fuck, I know how busy I am. I know also like how many interview requests people get and you're like, dude, and I'm I try to pay it forward and if I'm on somebody else's pot, I try to say yes to as many things as I can. Also I'm bad mm-hmm. at saying no. Which is a I know, fucking me character too. flaw. Yeah,
2: I researched you and, and made a, a conscious yes about this, but I've said no to a lot of podcasts. Really? But uh, I'm with you, dude. It's so hard to say no to things, and it's a skill that I've just learned. But That's I try yeah, to be you-
0: nice and go on people's shows, but I know that like I I just I know that not it not everybody's as nice and as fucking soft as me in that right. Like as far as like I'm not one of these like I don't think of myself as somebody that that is a public figure or like i'm getting bothered all the time i'm just fucking busy that's it but some right. people feel just so above somebody asking them to do something they almost feel like sometimes when i have somebody on before the interview, I'm like, it's gonna be a favor type thing, and I'd hate to fuck this up. I'm I wasting their time. That. But it Ugh. always turns out to be great, man.
2: Yes, that's the thing.
0: I had Do Matthew you? McConaughey on last week.
2: I know, and, what and, the hell?
0: Yeah, well, he's he's doing 100 podcasts. I, I mean, he's, he's all, guy, he's all he's over the right.
2: place, but still, that was so cool. But it
0: was cool, but I was intimidated as fuck. I was oh my intimidated God. as fuck.
2: What the fuck? Did and you have a joint before that one?
0: No, because I because there was, I really like-
2: You wanted to be on- on your game.
0: Yeah, cuz he had a book. So like, and I really read the book. And I and I'm not saying this proudly. My ADD doesn't the way my ADD is set up, I can't read books cover to cover. I read his book cover to cover, but I opened the fucking interview with he comes on Zoom and I'm like, "Matt, thanks for coming on cuz I'm not a big like Matthew guy. I'm a that fucking is- moron cuz he only goes by Matthew. There's a chapter in the book about how his mom wanted him to only be called Matthew, and for a minute there before the interview, my fucking balls were up in my sternum because I was like, fuck. That was my version of on a football field, like first play getting just trucked and embarrassed.
2: And, you know, and then from
0: there, it just was awesome. He was so cool. And in my head, for 48 hours after, I was thinking about how much I pissed Matthew McConaughey off. Oh. Matthew McConaughey probably didn't even fucking think about it five seconds after.
2: No, he didn't. And he didn't probably even catch the Matt thing. He no, He did it. catch the Matt thing.
0: He corrected him. He corrected yeah.
2: me. You did? He corrected <laughs> Corrected me. But, but I'm sure it was funny. He was super and, cool he, about and I'm it. sure you were like, you have a chapter about it. And then, then you proved that you like knew and you you oh. probably made the mistake because you had read the chapter and been like in your head about it.
0: I was in my head about it, but it's also just like I did it, and I hate doing this. I'm not being name droppy, but we had we've had a great run of guests, Ian. Thank you. Also, Nikki Glazer, amazing couple weeks here. Mm. We had Eddie Vetter, Matthew McConaughey, Nikki Glazer, and Two Jesus. days before, you thought I would have learned my lesson because I felt like a moron after I had Eddie Vedder on and I kept calling him Ed. Called him Ed. The problem is wow. he probably doesn't give a fuck, but I don't like calling people by their full names. If it's you like don't call me
2: Nick, I'm gonna be offended almost <laughs> by the end of this. Really? Yeah, yeah. We gotta. You gotta give me a nickname. Energy. You're, you're
0: energy yeah energy okay he's the nickname um, guy oh
2: my god that makes me so nervous and like like fucking something up like that and then having it be in your head the whole time i'm so glad you were able to drop it and that he was able to make you comfortable enough that you were like you could ease in and have a good time but yeah those i don't the think first... he
0: cared as much as i Dude, thought so it's just like that just goes to show you it's never as scary as you think it is you know what i mean yeah but if you
2: didn't get nervous like you'd
0: you'd fuck more you you,
2: and you constantly are i hate this business because you constantly have those things that are amazing opportunities but make your life hell before them because you're so nervous and you're like but this is why i do this is to have these amazing opportunities but I, I have so much stress be, uh, before them, and then after them, second guessing everything. Oh, did he hate me? Why didn't I say this? Why did I say that? That I'm like, should I be doing this for a living? I think I'm miserable.
0: Yeah, and I was like seventy percent as successful before I got X, you know, position or opportunity. That's the thing that, that's crazy to me. What's the comedic? Uh, version of getting the Monday night football job. Like we know that as, the Monday night football job, I've always said this, is everybody fucking wants it. They're so horny for it, mm. like they just fantasize over it. And then they get it and the whole country makes fun of them. And then they're the Monday night football guy forever when they leave the booth in a year and a half. And you got right. the job, but then your whole career after that's like you're that guy that was just fumbling in front of however many millions of people are watching this thing. What's the comedic version of that? What's the well, game? Okay,
2: so what you're telling, because I don't know anything about Monday Night Football, but you're telling me that this is a thing that's like a coveted spot, oh. but no matter what you get on it and people will not like you, it happens every time?
0: It's just one of those things. It's like, that's right. you better be careful what you wish for because the, 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 light, the lights are bright, dude. You know, like in that heat, you okay. can really feel it. And if you log on Twitter, 16 Mondays out trashed. of the year, people are just crushing you like anything you do.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I think it is what's been so, uh, um,
0: like a late night a, job or something.
2: No, because a, a late night job, like y- when you first start a late night job, I assume that people just like pile on and like, want you to be bad. Cause you are bad. But once you figure it out, people are on your side and then doing like for a comedian, like performing stand up on a late night show, you're usually so prepared and it's like a showcase that you're ready to go. I'm trying to think of like the, the best, Showing that you can have I mean the biggest thing for me has been like going on Rogan going on Stern for me Sitting on the couch next to Conan those things that I don't have a script like if I do stand up on Conan I've got it. I'm fine. I can test out that material boom I'm good if I sit on the couch next to Conan that can go anywhere and I could blow it and that is terrifying so I think those those big Rogan I mean is the biggest thing that can change your life overnight
0: right now it's like you're the most famous person in the world like there's people in Russia and basements watching you and shit
2: I know I mean that's the number one thing yeah Rogan and Stern like going in there you see an immediate people will trash you i mean it's it's based on their fans like monday night football fans are probably like ruthless on Twitter. like they're yeah. they're you know they're yeah. like out for blood yeah. so if you bomb on stern and aren't like stern fans are hardcore so are rogan yeah. fans i mean any My place mom's that has a like a
0: stern fan she's going to be psyched probably she probably heard your whole thing
2: Oh yeah, nice. Oh good. Oh yeah, uh, nice. It's like I great. love that your mom's. That's cool. Yeah. Your mom's cool. Yeah, she is. Cool. But um, I actually did my first kind of like foray into the football world the other night on like th- on this past Thursday night for Fox. I did a, a segment with Sal, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's yeah. brother, yeah. who was doing like the interstitials for it, and he was. He just was talking about I'm really sorry because I don't know anything about football, Dude, but, we but Todd Gurley. About
0: it. Todd Gurley, my guy.
2: Okay. He fell in the so fell
0: on the ground. There he is. Is the bobbleheads right there. St. Louis Rams right there. Hi, Todd. Yeah, okay. Todd, yeah. So
2: they were talking about Todd and how he scored a touchdown, and because he scored a touchdown, the other team was able to win, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. Okay. So they were making a joke of that, and they were like, oh, that's like, you know, a comedian. Uh, you can't expect him not to score. That'd be like a comedian telling a punch or a a setup to a joke and never the punchline. Like Nikki Glaser, could you do that? And then I get on and I'm like, okay, do you want to hear a roast joke? So I told a roast joke and they just, I was working with producers on it and they were like, just write a roast joke about Terry Bradshaw. And I was like, all right, like if that's what you want. So I, I said that, you know, Terry Bradshaw is I go he's so terry bradshaw is so old and then i didn't say the punchline and i go actually that's all i really wanted to say but then i said the punchline was um he's so old he still uses the same mask he wore during the spanish flu uh it's made of old leaves he just likes it or something like that and it was just a dumb joke for the bit yeah and then because
0: you can't be dirty on fox
2: no you can't be dirty and you and also i was like i don't know what to make it was just supposed to be a joke out of the ether it was like no context right And then it looks like I was just like cruel to Terry Bradshaw because Terry Bradshaw went back to Terry Bradshaw and he's just like, I don't know who she is. Am I, am He's I like, a, is it just, my birthday or something? Why would anyone be like, why am I being roasted?
0: I'll check with him to see if he was upset. He oh, probably Oh, tell him wasn't. that
2: I did, if, if you can, please let him know that it was told to me to write a joke about him. I did not. Cause I really think he was like, I don't know who that girl is. And was like kind of offended. Yeah, I felt, my dad's I felt the pretty guy bad.
0: That, my dad's with the guy with the GI Joe haircut and the jaw on the, that show next to Terry. So wait,
2: yeah. You, what's my, your, Howie, your dad? is Howie. Your dad's Howie, Howie. Your dad's
0: Howie- Yeah, Yes. Yeah, here she goes. I
2: Oh, I know him. Wait, how do I, like, I definitely how about, know how he like. You, wow, I'm that's like cool, your dad, speak of the, cool dads, well, Jesus. Is
0: the haircut cool? Can I tell him the haircut's cool or what is I
2: it? I haven't seen it yet, it's a crew so, cut. It's no, a crew you cut. cannot. Oh, it's a crew cut? Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool for a, a yeah. what's he, 60 something? He's
0: 60, yeah. Wow, yeah. good
2: for him, that's a, that's a good, that's probably a good look.
0: Hey, Nick, thank you so much. Ah,
2: <laughs> yes, that felt so good. Oh my, I honestly was like caught off guard. I was like, oh my God, are we like close? <laughs> we and are. now we are because Dude, we're tight, we man. hung out hey, for an hour. We'd love to have you
0: come on again, man. You're, you're the best. Dude, it was a lot of fun. It was
2: so fun. I'm just, hit, hit me up. I'm Red open pool. to it. Whatever yeah. you need it.
0: Great, Nick. See you, bud. Okay,
2: thanks, thanks guys. <laughs> Great picnic.
0: got <laughs> some donuts. Well, why don't we start there?
1: National you're, Donut Day. You said you were going to get some exotic donuts. Quite frankly, these look like um, maybe not pedestrian donuts but somewhere in the middle of those two descriptors.
0: Well, I got some exotics here, man. I got a strawberry uh, donut with... Do you now? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. see like a cinnamon sugar. No, this is strawberry right here. Strawberry, marshmallow drizzle. Okay, that is weird and gross. That, no, well, actually it's not. It's peanut butter drizzle. Yeah, this is uh, this is my most exotic out of the uh, half dozen here. This is a strawberry um, glazed with chocolate sprinkles and a peanut butter drizzle. So are you this is a cold weather donut. Oh my God, he just kicked the shit out of the donuts. Oh my God, on National Donut Day. On National Donut Day, you just did that. I'd be lying if I say
1: I didn't feel bad about this. I feel, I feel super bad about this.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: well, hey now, better than I thought, uh, there are still two donuts.
0: <laughs> it's like a donut graveyard. Intact. <laughs> it's like there's a donut plane crash.
1: These chocolate sprinkles. They're everywhere. They're, is in. Lemon glaze
0: is in. They're in pieces. There's sprinkles everywhere.
1: Half a cowboy reads blueberry is in. Half a year, whatever, peanut butter and jelly, in. Now we have lost cinnamon sugar. Bro, the lemon
0: icing with marshmallow uh, drizzle is getting... Double teamed by those other two donuts.
1: That is true. That's true. Golly day! Um, we got hmm. donut
0: DP here. <laughs> huh? Uh,
1: You're yeah. good
2: with that?
0: No, I'm not. Not gonna, as bad as you thought. I'm
1: not good with it, especially that cinnamon.
2: Ah, dang. one of these
1: was for Waylon and one was for Luke. They can still eat those two, and you can cut the top
0: half off of this one that's on the rug. That's the only part that Waylon eats. What are you going to tell me now? There's plenty of donuts in the world.
1: No, it's not good.
0: <laughs> it's not good. I'm going to try to finish this
1: podcast. I want to apologize for that. To
0: the listeners.
1: Yeah. To you, the listeners. Um, I, to be honest, I couldn't find my shoes this morning. So I had to put on these <laughs> boots. God, they weigh 40 pounds. Uh, And I didn't really. They went through fucking those donuts. They're a bit unwieldy, these boots. And um, man, that's bad. (laughs) I've never seen anything like that.
0: (laughs) I've never seen anything so. (laughs) I mean, is this a bad luck situation? I've never seen anything so aggressive in my life. This is really
1: who kicks donuts. It's a bloodbath down there. I mean, sprinkles are everywhere.
0: <laughs> Don't you? It's like it's like the scene in Alive before the movie gets going. I haven't seen that. It's a plane crash. It's shit everywhere, and then they eat each other, and those donuts are eating each other, cannibalizing each other. It's actually a pretty good picture I just took. You can have it. Oh well, um, if anybody wants to see it, you got to go through a fucking like you got to go through a process to follow him because he's gone private. Nah, I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna give them to I'm gonna give these pics to you okay. to try to, to to begin repaying you for destroying the box of donuts.
0: Unbelievable! We risked all types of diseases. The Grubhub guy left those donuts on the sidewalk. Didn't even fucking call during just, a pandemic. Yeah, they're bench donuts. Yeah. They're side of the main drag bench donuts. They were there for eight minutes.
1: Do you think any other donut ever has had a bench and a rug <laughs>
0: experience?
1: <laughs> <laughs> spent time on a bench
0: and then <laughs> spent time get, on a get rug. Fucking stone cold stunnered by fucking Macon's <laughs> Timberland boot. Is that Timberland? These are
1: these uh, I don't know how you say it. Is it Sorel?
0: Yeah, with those bougie boots. At least if you're a donut and you're going to get kicked onto the ground.
1: Plenty of donuts who have spent time on benches. Plenty of donuts find their way to a rug. But a donut that spent both bench and rug time, I got to think they're not many. And this cinnamon sugar is going to go, go down in the...
0: It's, it's like uh, to survive the bench thing and find a happy home was like an uncertainty for these donuts for eight minutes. Yeah. Eight minutes. They sat there and they wondered, and then Cowboy Reed went and picked them up, and they're like, "Oh, we're good. We're gonna get eaten. We're gonna, we're gonna nourish Fulfill somebody." our destiny yeah. of being eaten. But now they're not getting eaten. Nah, they're on the rug. Uh,
1: <laughs> I can't help but feel a bit responsible for this. A bit,
0: bit responsible. <laughs> did a ghost kick it? Did, I, did Dr. Doctor Doctor Melvin?
1: Melvin? I I don't I I don't know. Is it? Has, is this? We are recording. Oh, we can go back to the tape, <laughs> I,
0: I guess. We'll go back to the tape. It's hard to just... Oh. We were about to talk about something. Yeah, too. Stone Mailbag. Thank you for carrying this show. Greenlight Faithful. What do we call them?
1: Friends of the program.
0: Isn't that used widely? Yes. Other podcasts? Yes, radio shows. But Do they, do they call their fans friends of the program? Yeah, I think so. So we probably should think of something that's more unique to us. So it's called the Green Light
1: Podcast with Chris Long. My name's on it as well, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, do you, do you? Okay, here's here, here's a question for you. I know how strategic you are about advertising. You pick really good signs and good locations, and they're aesthetically really nice to look at. By the way, thank you. Very good. They don't look like you're soliciting. Like if you were a vendor, you wouldn't be the fucking obnoxious one that doesn't respect your space and doesn't relent. Like you're the chill vendor, like in the corner, like got some apples here, got some single family homes. That's your sign, right? I know that they are expensive to procure advertisement um, signage. Why don't you ever like say something about your business here on the podcast? Like, you know, just. Well, did you happen to hear the last hour?
1: That might, uh, yeah. <laughs> see, I I'm uh, I'm trying to act as if I'm playing a character on this show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. And I
1: don't know if I really <laughs> need the synergy with uh, podcasts and single families.
0: But do you know, like, oh, no, I'm not going to go there with all birds or like any of these people. Like these motherfuckers pay us a lot of money. These motherfuckers pay us a lot of money. Some of these some of these wonderful brands that we we represent. Really?
1: Uh, you haven't opened up the books for me to see. I haven't seen any of the financials. I just get the same small ass Venmo on a bi-weekly basis sometimes. Huh. So you're saying there's a lot of oh, income. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Wow. Ah! Uh, All I'm saying is. That's fascinating. The point I'm making is y- you could get free advertising man. All you could do is just you know talk about maybe a single single family home you're listing at the moment.
1: The problem is if if someone in our area is listening to this content. Yeah. I don't know that they're trusting me.
0: Because you heard Nikki Glazer say the word gangbang like you said nothing except you did say the word gangbang first though. <sighs> you you drew first blood. <laughs> I- <laughs> like you're, you're the one who drove this podcast into the moral underground. I, uh, <laughs> my lovely wife Kate,
1: listens to Stern <laughs> with me, and um, knew Nikki was coming on the
0: show. She she likes Nikki a lot.
1: Yeah, probably. she loves Nikki. And um, but we were we were talking about maybe some of the things that were to be discussed, and boy, howdy, were they! And Kate said, <laughs> "No one is going to work with you anymore." <laughs> You realize that, right? Nobody is going to work with you. And I'm like, I think you'd be surprised
0: by- Some of the things I've already said. How few people listen to the show. Yeah, (laughs) which calls into question the advertising money. Maybe I'm puffing my chest out a little bit too much. We don't make any money making. Okay. I'll show you the books later, but it's like, I don't even know why I'm doing this sometimes. Yeah, you and me both. NFL Rule Change asks, Player has to take at least five snaps at each position. Who's number one in that draft in the NFL? This is why it would be beneficial for me to see the questions ahead of time. But you also told me to hurry up, and I um, I don't have an answer here. Can you read it one more time? Yeah. Player has to take at least five snaps at each position. Which player is the number one pick?
1: So a current NFL
0: player. Yeah. Okay. Five snaps at each position. Man, I'm just putting fucking, I'm going to tell you who, who I'm, I might put Lane Johnson in there. Lane Johnson was a really good quarterback. That's what he was when he got to Oklahoma. Huh. Put him in Greg Roman's system. Yeah. I mean, they, ran, they, they, they fucking ran the ball for entire drives against the Steelers. The
1: right answer to the question is a big guy who has a quarterback
0: background. Yeah, and I couldn't think of one before the show. I wasn't prepped, but like, Lane Johnson's perfect. There we go. Do we have another big man quarterback? Um, we, got, we got
1: a bunch of small guys. We got your, uh, we got your Greg Wards, your, your Juleses,
0: those guys. Maybe Cam. Cam. Yeah, yeah, maybe Cam. Hmm, that's an interesting one. I wish I gave that more thought uh it's a great question nfl rule change i redact my comments about your instagram handle or retract i don't redact it i retract it
1: hey i got a question yeah when you say uh recall correctly incorrectly how do you say it if i recall correctly if i recall <laughs> correctly 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 i was trying to say that around the house all if day yes
0: correctly if i recall correctly do you know where that comes from no holy shit you don't know where that comes from no i don't see a lot of things Eastbound and down, Ashley fucking oh. Schaefer, outtakes. Oh, nice. In the fucking dealership. It's one of the best things on YouTube. And a thing I've seen, okay. Oh, I recall you are you retract- feeling your plums. Yeah, okay. And Craig's just cracking up. Can't, like, my favorite thing in the whole outtake is when Danny McBride is like, don't fucking laugh. And like, he just, Craig cannot not laugh. And they're both just looking at Will Ferrell. All you have to do is look at Will Ferrell in person and I think you have to really challenge yourself not to laugh.
1: Yep, you gotta think about something really sad.
0: Yeah, it's just like, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. You have to just stare blankly at one spot on his face and think about your, your
0: late dog. My dog that <laughs> died in high school. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck, I miss. I do miss Biff and Grizzly. They were cool dogs. Now I can't, I don't know if I can keep doing this podcast. Um, you would be excited about that. Tech44 asks, worst travel experience? I think I got something on an NFL level here. Okay. So, 2017 we're playing the Chargers. That ended up being a big win and they were better than we thought coming into the game and we were in a real dogfight. Uh, if you remember that, we played at that little stadium where they had to go on the silent count because the fans traveled so good. And, um, Phillip was was still really good at that point. Fill up My Rivers. Five five and two right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fill up My Rivers. Did, it doesn't like, make sense. It I never Reed thought away. it was Calvin Reed thought that shit was super funny. It's like, you know, Calmar Reed sometimes he won't laugh for a calendar year, and you come in here and say one thing, and I'm like, Yeah, he is funnier than me, that stupid motherfucker. I hate y'all. I hate both of you guys. I'm gonna do this podcast on my own. Um, John, you better be laughing on the other end of this motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out to John, he probably laughs at my jokes all the time. <laughs> um, I should have put that in the in the job description. Must laugh at my jokes <laughs> to make me feel good. So we're playing Philip Rivers, Phillip my Rivers. And- uh, <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's funny. Let the people decide. I'm well, I'm imagining somebody sitting in their Kia just staring at their fucking Spotify right now. Just like, what the fuck are these guys talking about?
1: I'm sober, folks, for the record, and I think it's I think it's funny as hell.
0: So, it's always tough when you're playing Fill Up My Rivers. <laughs> now we're Now we're the ones Was that during the drought? To, Was that during the drought too? I think we were, it was during the drought. I think it was during the drought, or was that not during the drought? I don't know, but if you were to
1: say it again, I would have to be the one trying not to laugh at Will Ferrell's face. Yes. <laughs> so why don't we just try to get to the travel portion? I did sack
0: fill up my rivers that day. <laughs> Took the ball right off him. It's funny because... Chased them down. We don't really have any rivers like to fill up. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't compute. The, the rivers in LA, you got to fill those motherfuckers up. Well, the, right. the ones that... That they're uh not yours. that Ryan Gosling drove through. We look so fucking cool in drive. Looks so cool driving through those rivers. Also, Terminator, I think there was a scene in the rivers. Fill up your rivers. But those are filled up, I think, uh, via aqueduct.
1: Mm. Look at like you. ancient
0: Rome type nice. shit. Hydraulics.
1: You seen the I'm movie it. Chinatown?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is
1: that relevant? Just answer the questions, a simple question.
0: No. Oh, okay. Chinatown.
1: Yeah, Jack Nicholson.
0: Yeah, no I haven't seen that movie. It's
1: about water. You might want to uh, you know, Waterboy. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's about water. I know.
0: Sounds like it's about Chinatown. Take a take a gander, it's a good movie. Okay. Uh the question was <clears throat> Oh, it was about the worst travel experience. I uh, I had a doozy, man, cuz I hate flying like long distances before games. And players, we always argue with coaches about going out two days before, or going out the night before. Like I prefer West Coast trips when I play for Jeff Fisher. We go out West, we'd always leave two days before. And it was awesome because I wasn't sleeping well at home. You really like get to a, like mm. San Francisco's a cool place to hang out. Like so you could just walk around, get some air. Seattle's awesome too, I love Seattle. So I like taking these West Coast trips. Doug Peterson doesn't do like two-day West Coast trips. He does like fly in like we're jumping out of an airplane and parachuting onto the field. Like I'm with Doug. You're with Doug. Yep. That's what you like. Well, you don't, yeah. I mean, I'm not disqualifying your opinion, but. In and out. But you want your body to uncoil. I need my body to uncoil. Like, if I'm sitting on an airplane for six hours, it's something people don't think about. Not only are you dehydrated sitting on the airplane, you have to pound water in the state you're in Like your body's trying to heal itself, you're trying to get ready to play a football game. And I'm talking about the paranoia as a player. The recovery process is so arduous. That's the real game within the game as far as being an older player. It's the minute your feet hit the floor on Monday morning and it really fucking hurts, like really hurts. And you're like, what? I used to be invincible. Like i just wake up on Monday morning, I'd go out and get drunk Sunday night after a game. Like I'm talking like perfect nutrition, three chiropractors a week, six hours on the table, body work, stretching, pool work, all that shit, and you still feel like shit until Friday night. So I want to be there Friday if I can. So we get there, and I'm sore. Hold on. Do you have a roommate? No. The good thing is I... That the, changes I haven't the had entire room, game. Yeah, I haven't had a roommate for years. If you had a roommate, road. I you, definitely no, want not be in and fuck out. fuck no. I can't deal with having a roommate and the smell. Just like... I'm like an animal. I can smell the other scent. There's another scent here. I can't deal with, I tried
1: not to be seen or heard, but I can't handle making a noise and potentially inconveniencing the other person.
0: It's a constant Listen, buddy, I had had a roommate named Cliff Ryan, Clifton Ryan. He's a great dude. One of my favorite teammates of all time. Loyal, loyal dude. And would come to our Chris Long Foundation events here at King Family Vineyards And I'm talking like, it's hard to get people to come from DC, although like uh, the DC contingency shows up and it's awesome. Cliff Ryan will fly from Saginaw, Michigan here with nobody every time. Like that's a a buddy. I used to room with him. And when I tell you I would hit him really fucking hard Mm. with a pillow to try to wake him up so he'd stop snoring, you would've thought he was dead, dude. I slept in the bathtub before. Yep, been there. So I don't do the roommate thing.
1: I called the cops on my own uh no not the cops I called uh the front desk on my own hotel room once it was Virginia at Southern Cal we should have won on a fake punt lost by three but a bunch of college yeah, I buddies that. I remember that. and they were doing uh drugs in the bathroom so I called the front desk to make a noise complaint and I said room 248 and then the front desk said the room you're calling from sir <laughs> as if I didn't know and I was like yeah that's right and then they knock on the door and then I'm like, oh shit. I was like, oh no, this actually could be bad for the people doing drugs in the bathroom. And You're a
0: fucking narc. Yes. I was trying to sleep.
1: Oh my God. This is like when you pack six dudes this into is, one this room. Is your,
0: these are your Larry David moments. Yeah. I, like I'm, you literally called the front desk so you could sleep. On my own room because of people. You're Larry David,
1: dude. Smoking drugs. You really
0: are Larry David.
1: In some ways, we
0: would put your mattress out in the hall. There's no chance after they. There's no chance after I tell them that I don't know what the smell he's talking about is, that I don't throw you out in the hallway.
1: Yeah, I guess a good a good group of friends. Maybe I didn't tell them that I had called. I think I like was under the covers. Here's what saying, was going on
0: in the bathroom when I was about to play Philip my rivers. okay <laughs>
1: it's never not funny
0: bro i'm sitting there getting the best night of sleep ever my body's rejuvenated i feel like i'm in a like a space shuttle when they put you in those tubes and that's how you feel when you get your best night's sleep saturday night and you wake up it's one of these trust things you get body work all the way through saturday night and you're like i still feel like shit you're anxious and your hamstring might be tight but you just go to bed faithfully knowing that like This is the night's sleep that tomorrow you're gonna wake up feeling good. So it takes a whole week to recover. I'm getting great sleep. I wake up out of the deepest sleep in the world because I just hear water. I hear a continuous drop, like loud, like a puddle. And so I'm like, where the fuck is that coming from? There's really a leak in this room. Oh my God. I walk in the bathroom, man, and there is piss, damn, coming through the ceiling. (laughs) like, Like there was a fucking demon. In the hotel, there is piss dripping on my floor and it is damn near running over the, the thing at the bottom of the door. What's that called? Thing at the bottom of the door. Threshold. The threshold of the door. There is piss threatening to breach the threshold of the door into my space. I have things in the bathroom. In the morning, I have to wake up. And what time is it at this point? 4:20 in the morning. So 4:20. 4:30 in the morning, okay? That yeah, stone very, mailbag. Well, there's also something about that in the mailbag in a moment. How do you know it's pee? How do I know it's pee? Cuz it reeks like piss. Wasn't hydrated. It reeks like piss and it reeks like piss. I mean, that's the big part. And then also it's not really that clear. So did it reek like piss? <laughs> and literally, dude, If I wake up in the morning, like I get four more hours sleep, five more hours sleep. What are you doing in that situation? Because at nine in the morning, I gotta wake up, hurry up down to breakfast, put my suit on. That means I gotta shower and climb over the piss, like put towels down and like, you know, like, or I gotta change rooms, right? I gotta change rooms. Is that what you would do? I don't unpack much at all. So
1: I can get to another room quickly. So I would have, I would have changed rooms.
0: No chance I was changing rooms. I went back to bed. I hit my pen like a fucking fiend. No no even housekeeping. No, dude. I'm going to bed, dude. I gotta go to bed. Well, I could if the smell is it still I could smell it mm. in the bathroom faintly from my bed, but I needed to sleep, man, really bad. Really bad. I slept like a baby until 9 a.m. almost. Well, eight a.m. which is ironically like eleven a.m. uh east coast time, but I just kept powering through it in the morning. Woke up, called security, uh, changed rooms, and I was damn near le- late to the game, but I wasn't going to wake up in the middle of the night. That was probably my first tra- bad, bad travel experience. We've been at some bad hotels and whatnot, but I've never had piss coming through the ceiling. You shocked at how we tied that all together?
1: Yeah, that's a bad one. And a good one. Kudos.
0: Oh, yeah, well, I, do you think I'm psychotic for sleeping through it? I never thought about that till now.
1: No, uh, I, it's hard to put myself in that position. Yeah, I again the hydration level of the gentleman or lady from upstairs.
0: Also, were they peeing? No, I think it was the, the. It's where the pee is. <laughs> it's where the pee is stored. You're talking like plumbing. I think there's plumbing issues upstairs.
1: Yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't have run down
0: the same chase of. Maybe it, maybe there was some black water where the gray water was supposed to be. That's an RV term. If you got a, if you have an RV, you know that one. Mike asks, who would you want to speak at your funeral? Well, that's morbid. And Micah, you know where my head is on a week like this. You are just doctor timing with the stone mailbag question. That's a great question. It is a great question. Hey, JB Smooth. Mm. He would put it, such a positive spin on my existence. He would just, you know. Are you worried at all? He wouldn't. Uh he might steal the show.
1: It's
0: supposed to be about you. I don't want people to think about me at my fr- funeral.
1: Oh, I do. I want people sad as shit crying. You really
0: do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are You are definitely trending Larry David. Not I well, you're willing it's not to. A, like if you if there was a choice between people being like, huh, "He was awesome. That was fun." remember that time? Uh, and then like, let's all get drunk. And then maybe like a bit of crying, scattered crying like off in the corners of the restaurant, the rooftop deck that I rented out for my, my funeral. You know, like some people in the corner, and they might like bust out crying for a second, but it's not the main event. The main event is fun. You want like... I feel like you were going to give me a second option
1: there, but you went no, but all you, in on you, the first option because that was sounding pretty good. Yeah,
0: okay, okay. But you you, you don't want one of these... <gasps> Like funerals. Huh. That yeah. was probably aggressive. Let me read you that. You don't want one of these. Ooh, funerals. You want one of those? Well. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I guess I want people to be really, really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Holy
0: shit. You're uh, such an asshole. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I'm I'm not here anymore. <sighs> JB Smooth. Okay. I'll say my dad. So. That way, uh, he can outlive me. I like I, that. I don't want my dad to die. So, <laughs> nobody nobody you know. wants their dad to die. Yeah. I also don't want my dad to be sad, though. So full circle, maybe <laughs> I'm, I'm taking so, your that's fun. That's why I was
0: looking at you like, golly, you are such a dick. I like, might
1: take your fun funeral now. Y- but then my dad... Ah, Man, what a brain buster there, Micah. Okay, now
0: I'll have to go off the board. I'm going to go with the next one being Kevin... Wait, do, are you coming to a conclusion? Nope. I just figured once you fumbled. Yep, the, I'm out. You just totally inconvenienced everybody else to, to save yourself. Yeah. That was a master class in not thinking about anybody else.
1: Well, I'm sorry.
0: What? I, I... It kind of, it was, you got to admit it was funny. First, it's like, I mean, it was funny. It was just funny, dude. And you know what? <laughs> Let me just get to the next question. I want some people to be sad as hell okay and who are those people? i don't know
1: of <laughs> smattering i want a smattering of people not knowing if they can go on okay <laughs> and then i guess i want the majority to be feeling a flood of emotion
0: oh my god you're you're controlling your hypothetical funeral do you do you hear
1: yourself and then a few being like that was the best person I ever
0: knew. You're wedding planning your funeral. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's, you are, you are, you're one of a kind.
1: Thanks, man.
0: Like Larry David. Like
1: like a, like a, like a bench rug donut. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Let's go... Kevin New asks, and I'll just answer this so I can kill this. At what age should you stop yelling it's 420 blaze it? I think he's <laughs> joking. I think he's being funny. I think you we should,
1: did it about 20 but ago. But you should
0: never fucking do the 420 thing. If I hear anybody, if you're selling or buying 420 merch. You're a cop. I'd much, yeah, I'd much rather be selling it than buying it. I'll put it that way, because at least you're like this fucking sucker on the boardwalk is spending his mom and dad's money to buy a blaze it 420 neon tank top, yeah, I'd rather be the one selling it. Lastly, Mike EF525, when did you first get high? I'll tell it, I guess it was Christmas Day, Christmas Day 2004. I didn't smoke in high school cause, and I, I don't think kids should be smoking like as young dudes. I mean, there's studies that it's inconclusive at best about like how it helps or hurts brain development and that sort of thing. I just wouldn't. It's one of those things I'll tell my kids, like listen, it's like having a glass of wine, like fucking wait until you're older. And you know, my parents were, they were in a tight ship, so I didn't, I just respected my dad's authority, as you would imagine, tried to. Boy got grounded sometimes, but not for that. I didn't do that. Um. And it was my freshman year, first year, yep. First year, we're playing in the uh, Boise Bowl. I'm in Boise, Idaho. And I hit the parking lot with a couple buddies. I won't say how many, about two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we we got stoned and I was like, what the fuck is this? And we went back to the room and uh, watched Bring It On the cheerleading movie. Is Nick Cannon in that? I don't remember a thing about the movie except the, uh, the the cheerleading uniforms are green. And I just sat in the bathroom and laughed for a solid, you know, 30 minutes after. Was,
1: was the TV in
0: the bathroom? Nope, I just had to leave the room because I was laughing right. and I wanted to be by myself laughing. But a positive experience? Very positive experience, uh, Boise, Idaho, yeah. Some, Boise's pretty. Did something you know I'll never that? forget. Boise is pretty. There's uh, there's mountains and all yes. types of things. The only, there's only one ugly part of town, and that's that blue field.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very uh, very patchy. A lot of seams. I've played on it. A lot of birds meet their demise on that field. Did you know that? I did. Give me a look. You didn't know that? Nah. Is that like a glass window sort of thing? Birds, I'm not so sure they're good at like directions or reasoning. Yeah. You know, like it just, I, I don't know what they're thinking in that situation. Carson Wentz, he's gonna cut that. Oh my God. What an asshole, he's gonna cut that.
1: It's hilarious shit. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. No, you know funny. what, no,
0: like listen, it, it's a harsh analogy. Sometimes I don't know what Carson's doing. I mean, lately especially, you know that. We talked about it on this show. I was gonna do, when I felt like talking about football, I was gonna break down the Sunday night game and what I saw from him. Here's the bottom line. Carson leaves the pocket, don't. Just don't, dude. Like, not unless you're sure, just don't. Like, when in doubt, don't. You know, and that that would be, if you can eliminate those things, man, which I'm not minimizing, they're big fucking things, you get the heat off you a little bit. It just doesn't help when third play of the game, you roll out, I think across his body, and you pump and you can throw it away, but who was it, 30 comes up with the sack and the ball? Like, third play of the game? And then one of the picks was kind of pointless. Corner of the end zone, two people there. And the other, it looks like he's kind of bailing on the throw. And I don't blame him because he's under siege a little bit. But sometimes he's under siege because he's holding the ball too long. So you brought up Carson. I locked in and did football for 90 seconds there. Talented individual, huh? Yeah,
1: you really are. Thanks. Really impressive stuff.
0: Uh, anyways, I want you to get home and, uh, you know, the horse and buggy is going to take a while to to get to your, your house. So you should should run along now. Okay, or you turn it into a pumpkin make. Get home. Hurry. Oh my god, it's 707. Oh, we don't even have kids. Oh, but it's so it's infringing on our home life. I'm imitating you, not your lovely wife, Kate. I, I don't know. Was that supposed to be Kate? No, it wasn't supposed to be Kate. And the joke doesn't work because I just cut what I don't want. <laughs> so, like, there's no like you can't scare me here. Because you know, like I go downstairs and I'm like, you know what? If it does sound like Kate, I'm not gonna cut it. But your carriage should be outside. I, I called you a boogie. <laughs> Where are you from? Australia. <laughs> I like regular sleep. I do too, but I haven't been able to do it. You could sleep right now? Seriously, I'm not even like being... Last two nights were later than usual, yeah. Yeah.
1: Tuesday was a 2.30. A Wednesday was more like a 1.
0: And we'll see what tonight holds we'll see how the night goes I mean I'm you know we tried to just have fun and get away from it for a little bit I am of the belief that like listen if you voted and you have like you can handle this situation however you want me I choose to stress and ruminate and all that shit but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shout somebody down who's trying to just get away from it for the week so thanks for listening and uh yeah we'll see what happens y'all take care y'all take care